0: Welcome to the Daring Designers Podcast with me, Kat Byrne. Founder and creative director of Gatto, my own dream design business, and mentor for designers who want to build a dreamy, sustainable, and joyful design business by booking in advance, connecting with, and attracting your perfect people, and becoming confident creative experts. I've worked with hundreds of overwhelmed and overworked designers to switch things around and build their own dreamy design business their way with more time, flexibility, consistency, income, and joy. With my belief that there is no one right way to run your business, but by harnessing your strongest creative superpowers and building confidence in your abilities as an expert, you can find your own perfect path to your personal version of success. And I'm here to guide you to find your own path with the help of just a little bit of daring from you. Hi, I'm starting today's episode with a little announcement. The waitlist for my signature group programme, The Clubhouse, is now open. The Clubhouse is a 12-month mentoring programme just for designers where I help you book dream clients three months in advance so you can have a stress-free, flexible work week and a long-term sustainable business with consistent income. And yes, all of these things can come from just one strategy, which is booking in advance. The program is opening on January the 15th for waitlist members only. And those of you who sign up will also get an exclusive one-to-one bonus where you can work with me to plan your schedule and start booking clients in advance straight away. I'm also super excited to be introducing some new elements into the program this time around in January. First of all, the brand new framework, Your Booked Up Blueprint, which helps you plan your time, your schedule, your money and your sales. So you know that booking in advance can help you reach your income goals and give you more time, space and energy. We'll also have a 30-day marketing challenge to help you build consistency and start talking directly to your perfect people. And finally, we have brand new monthly implementation sessions. So you can actually carve out the time that you've always wanted to work on your business without any stress. I can't wait to welcome some new designers into the program those already in there have achieved amazing things like booking up to four months in advance within just eight weeks of joining the program, tripling their monthly income consistently, working on dreamy projects with dreamy clients only, and working less whilst also getting record money months. Once again all of these things come from booking in advance and the framework I teach in the clubhouse. If you want to join the waitlist to hear about the launch first and get access to that bonus, the link will be in the show notes now to today's episode. So today we're going to be going through a really, really simple topic, which is making your marketing easier. That's obviously a joke because I know that so many of us find marketing really, really difficult. And if anything, it can be one of the most difficult parts of running a business, I think marketing can bring up so many feelings. It can make us feel like we are doing things that don't quite feel authentic to ourselves as people. It can really, really push us out of our comfort zones and it, it can sort of make us feel very vulnerable. You know, when you're putting things out there that you've created from scratch and, you know, you're sharing your business that is so close to your heart and such an important part of, of who you are and, and what you do. It can feel really vulnerable. It can feel sometimes a little bit scary, a little bit wobbly to be sharing within your business. And a lot of the time, what I see with designers is these feelings make a lot of people retreat away from marketing. So even when you are sharing your business or sharing your work consistently, it can be in a very almost like disconnected way. You know, I see a lot of people sharing projects without. Any like connection or like information about what you've worked on in the project, I can see people sharing photos themselves with just a little like hello (laughs) introduction to me bio. These are all fine like fine things to do. It's not like I'm calling anyone out, but when you can get really tailored and you can add so much connection into your marketing, it does make it a lot easier and it does make it you'll you'll notice that your perfect clients, your dream clients are actually connecting with your marketing a little bit more. And it makes your time almost more productive and, you know, more intentional. You can notice that the time you do spend on your marketing is actually getting results instead of, you know, almost like throwing things at the wall and seeing what sticks, which I think, especially on platforms like Instagram, (laughs) that can definitely feel like what you're doing sometimes, you know, you're just trying things out and seeing what can work. So what I would really love to do is share five tips that I find really, really help me and my designer clients with marketing. And hopefully you can take some of these on board, even just to make marketing a tiny bit easier. I think even that is something that can help a lot. I think even just taking it a tiny bit off your plate will be helpful. So I'm going to jump into my first tip, which I think is a really foundational one, and that is to know your people. This is really, really key because I think a lot of the time we don't necessarily dig into who it is we're talking to. You know, we don't think about what it is that they want from a designer. What is it that they're looking for when it comes to design and it comes to their own business, you know, their own goals. I think it's really important to realize that when people work with us, you know, when people work with designers, they have a very set idea in mind of, you know, what they want to achieve, what their goals are within their business, what it is that they want to get out of working with the designer. And so when they're looking through marketing materials, when they're looking through content, when they're following people online, they'll generally be looking for people who match up with those goals, with the, the problems that they have in their business. And us knowing those points I really, really hate the term pain points. (laughs) I think it's not always that necessary. It feels very, very like jargony and, and marketing bro sort of thing. But it is really important to connect with what people want from a designer. And sometimes, yes, it is just aesthetics. You know, sometimes people just want to work with someone who gets their style, you know, who can match with the image they want to portray. And, you know, maybe it's like a more minimal aesthetic or maybe it's a more colourful aesthetic sometimes it's that's it you know that's the only thing that they're looking for but most of the time it's going to be more than that you know they'll have certain aspects to their businesses which mean they have certain goals you know they have certain clients or customers themselves that they want to attract you know they have certain needs and requirements for their business from their designer that they need to reach to meet their business goals and that's really what we want to think about so Just a couple of examples, someone who runs a physical shop will have completely different requirements to someone who runs an online shop and sometimes those two things can feel the same, you know, in your head you might think, well, they're the same client, but actually those two types of people will have very, very different problems. And this is where we want to start diving into who we really, really want to work with who it is that we want to help you know, with their brands, with their businesses, and how we can share that we can solve the problems that they have with design and be a really, really crucial part of their business and them reaching their goals as well. And I think sometimes we can go into this a little bit too far. you know. I think I've spoken about this before. It's absolutely not necessary to have a super, super specific niche in terms of you have to work with photographers or you have to work with coaches you know you have to have that very very specific industry niche but generally you'll find when you start researching who your perfect people are and who your dream clients are that they do have problems in common that you can help to solve and in identifying them that's where you can make your marketing a little bit easier because you have topics to talk about you understand what they want to hear and how you can share that relating to things like your work, your services, your skills, your experience, and you can connect those things together to share in your marketing. The next tip is to keep creating consistently. Yes, I know, so annoying. We have to be really consistent to continue to be consistent. This is something that I really share with a lot of my designer clients is consistency often comes from practicing consistency and it's that first bit that that is really really difficult you know getting into the habit of posting on Instagram or sharing on LinkedIn or recording a video every day or a few times a week whatever that looks like that's the hard bit getting into the habit is the hard bit but then once you get into the stride once you have that as part of your work week and you're able to fit in everything that you need to do you'll actually realize that you can almost like relax away from worrying about consistency. The goal stops being that you need to post three times a week and it starts becoming, okay, well, I know I'm going to get those three posts out a week. So how can I really make the most of them? How can I share the information that I really need to share in the best way? So this is, again, like it's just a habit. You know, the more we talk about our business, the better we get at talking about our business. The more we sell, the better we get at selling. So consistency isn't just about being visible. It's not just about showing up. It's not just about people seeing what you do. It's about you flexing that muscle and learning how to share your business and learning how to get the most out of your content and get the most out of your marketing whilst it still takes the same amount of time. And that's another thing, the more consistent you can be, the less time these things will take. I love that now my marketing can be done. I tend to do the marketing for three accounts in probably two days a month. And that would be Instagram and email, which would be the main platforms that I use. And that is literally just from trying to be more consistent and getting used to creating content more consistently. Now I have been posting consistently for quite a while I know what the topics are that I tend to share. I know what I'm, what my beliefs are or what my angles are. I know what I want to be saying to the people I really want to work with. So a lot of the time it's just about sitting down and getting those things done instead of it being a huge process of trying to think of ideas and then designing the graphics and scheduling everything. It just becomes easier because I'm more in practice of doing those things. So the more you can create consistently the quicker you'll be able to create, the better your ideas will be, the more intentional your posts will be, and the easier your marketing will feel. And then a little bit, I think this is really connected to this previous point, is you have to give yourself permission to be bad at things. And that's just the way that you get good. (laughs) The way you get better at marketing, the way you make it easier is by being bad at it at first and understanding that that's okay. Your captions don't have to be perfectly written or, you know, 100% grammatically correct. Your graphics don't have to be the most amazing quality or they don't have to showcase every single element of your projects. Your stories don't have to be perfectly polished. You don't have to have templates or graphics designed. Things are allowed to be a little bit messy. Things are allowed to be bad. And one thing I'll say there is that a lot of the time, what you think is bad is actually really good or at least, you know, good enough. (laughs) And good enough is okay to be able to build that consistency and to be able to get used to marketing. I think so often we let perfectionism hold us back so much when it comes to marketing. And it makes sense because it's the forward facing, it's like the outward facing part of our business. It's the part of our business where Other people are perceiving us and they're seeing what we do and it does feel a little bit vulnerable. It does feel a little bit scary and it does feel like we need to perfect everything that we do. But again, really similar to the consistency, the best way to get really good and in the habit of doing something is by starting by not necessarily doing it perfectly. (laughs) So I really want you to give yourself permission to just try things out. Some of my best ideas have come from putting out a post that maybe I just didn't think was going to work. You know, I thought, oh, maybe that's not going to be the kind of thing that people want to see. But then it becomes really popular and people really connect with it. And I'll notice that clients are getting in touch because of a certain type of, of content or marketing. And it's only through trying that thing out that I realized that that was something that connected with my perfect people. So, Again, it's about trial and error. It's about allowing yourself to be imperfect, putting things out there when they don't feel amazing. Even, you know, if you think about a platform like Instagram, your content essentially disappears within a couple of days. (laughs) And although that is a little bit sad in one way, it does give you a little bit more space to experiment and to try different things and to be open to things not necessarily being 100%, not getting the most likes, not getting loads of engagement. You're allowed to try, you're allowed to experiment, you're allowed to be bad at things until you get better and better. The next tip will be to create more space for your marketing. And this is, again, really, really obvious, really simple. But I think what a lot of us do is say we're going to carve out space for our marketing. We say like, oh, it's going to be done on this Friday afternoon I'm going to set aside a full afternoon for my marketing. I'm going to create loads of graphics. I'm going to get way ahead. And then all of a sudden that time comes around and you've got client work to to finish off. You know, you've had too many emails that week that you've not been able to keep on top of. And all of a sudden that space doesn't become carved out anymore. You know, it collapses into the rest of your workload. And when I say create more space, I mean prioritize that space and really give yourself the time you need to create in your best way and again going back to the point before creating in your best way doesn't have to be perfect it doesn't have to you know mean that you're writing the most amazing captions and creating the most amazing graphics but it's just giving yourself space to focus on this task a lot of the time I think we have our minds on so many different things that actually the space becomes muddy or blurred anyway And whilst we're trying to work on our marketing or work on tasks within our business, we're actually thinking about 10 other different things at the same time. And that ends up becoming not very productive time because we can't actually focus on the task at hand, which is working on our marketing. One tip that I find works really well is to actually make the space in a time that is earlier in the week. So make it one of the first things you work on. So do it on a Monday morning or a Monday afternoon, or if you're, you know, if you work over the weekend, don't recommend, but that's up to you. If you like to have that space where you're not at, you know, the beck and call of your clients, then maybe it's something you could do on a Sunday morning or, you know, a time that you know is is clear, not just in your calendar, but in your mind as well. You know, you're giving yourself a headspace to focus on the task at hand. And this is so important the more you can start to prioritize this time for marketing, the easier and easier it gets moving forward. This again, really connects with that consistency point. It's just about setting the habit and almost giving yourself the discipline to make sure that you have that time and to make sure you are marketing in your business because otherwise it just gets left behind and you'll start, you, you probably have this, let me know if this sounds relevant, <laughs> You have like periods of like sporadic posting every couple of months, where you have like two or three weeks of content planned because you've set aside a day, maybe in a more quiet client period, and then absolutely nothing, and then all of a sudden you have another quiet time, so it picks up again. And in doing it this way, you really almost like perpetuate that feast and famine cycle that you may be in already. And um, this is a—I a, sent a really good email about this, but I maybe have a different podcast about this as well about how utilizing your time when you're already busy is a really great way of streamlining your work instead of staying in that feast and famine cycle. Anyway, that's a podcast for another time. But my final tip is to build foundations behind your marketing. So obviously the reason our marketing is there is to book us clients is to attract clients, to get projects booked in our schedule, to be, have things to have things to work on, to make money, That's where our marketing exists. That's why we need it. But behind the marketing, having things set up so you can have a little bit more focus on either the things that help push your business forward or your actual projects is a great way to give yourself more space and to make your marketing a lot easier. So an example here would be having processes set up. So some of your onboarding or offboarding or project processes are automated. So that can save you a lot of time. It can save you a lot of energy. And in having that time and having that energy, that supports some of our other points that we've talked about, like having the space to do your marketing, like creating consistently. Also, foundations like having really clear signature services. So you can fall back on those in your marketing. You know, you have things to talk about, you have have things to share. And you know your services, you know your superpower so well that you can use all of these things in your marketing and it can make writing content really easy. It can make coming up with ideas really easy. You already have all of these foundations in your business. So when it comes to creating your content, you can pluck ideas from the work you've already done instead of feeling like you have to come up with completely fresh and unique ideas every time you sit down to work on your content and work on your marketing. I really love having certain elements set up in your business. So for example, in the clubhouse, one of the things we work on is something called a 3P, which is your perfect person profile. And in having this specific profile set up, that helps with a lot of the points that I've talked about today. You know, it really helps you get to know your people it gives you really really quick content topics and ideas and just helps you have this foundation that you can fall back on when you need to work on your marketing and you're potentially running out of ideas so then my five tips for making your design business marketing easier and just another thing I would love to mention all of these things are really really closely covered in the clubhouse and in the framework that I've created which is called your booked up blueprint each of these points has a really detailed element in the framework which I work through with all of my clients in the clubhouse and really helps to make marketing easier one of the milestones in the program is to have a month's worth of consistent content And so many of the designers in there are reaching that milestone within the first month of joining the clubhouse because a lot of the framework does make marketing easier and does allow for all of these things to be built into your business. It's one of the things that I really, really love about the clubhouse. And I love that I've created this framework that can help make really, really daunting, vulnerable parts of your business so much easier. So like I said at the beginning, The waitlist for the clubhouse is currently open and the link to join that is in the show notes. Also, if you would like to have a little chat about your business or if you have any questions about the clubhouse, feel free to drop me a message at the Darren Designers Club and I will be back next week with another episode.